It is finals time for the NBA, and we have a lot to unpack. Do we think that the Warriors can pull it off with this new version of the death lineup? How do we feel in the excitement with Ime Udoku making it to the finals in his first year? Can Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum defeat Steph and Clay? And if the Warriors pull this off, will I give Andrew Wiggins more respect? We get to dive into all of this on this Friday episode of Jake's Take. Let's go! Let's go! Don't wait! This night's almost over! Honest! Let's make this night last forever! What is going on, everyone? It is me, Jacob Silberman, the host. You can find us as always at Jake's Take Podcast or my personal Instagram at jakesdill14. So it's time. You know, we've made it. It's June and the NBA Finals are here. You know, we've been able to see some really great teams play. And now we've got the matchup set. We have Golden State and we have Boston. And it's actually kind of funny because in my first bonus episode that I ever made for Jake's Take, I said it could be something really funny or it could be we see where the Golden State Warriors come in. There are so many opportunities where you can see really exciting teams go to the finals or you could see just the Warriors go again too. And it's actually pretty crazy that I have to think about that and realize that, wow, I predicted that. So my fault, but yeah, I'm very sorry about that. But being honest, you know, this is actually a really exciting matchup to see. You know, we have Golden State, and this is their first time being back in the NBA Finals since 2019. You know, in 2019, they had the horrific injury to Clay Thompson. Steph was getting a little banged up. Obviously, They lost Kevin Durant later on. So this year, you know, they're back. They're better than ever. Well, you know, they're still doing well. I don't know if they're fully better than ever. And they're just an exciting team to watch. But I think right now, David in this situation has to be Boston. I know what people are going to be thinking, you know. Boston is usually in championship games. You know, they have the Bruins, they have the Red Sox, they have the Patriots. The Patriots were the team of the 2000s, a team of the 2010s. So it doesn't seem like a Boston-based team should be the team that might be David in the situation. Why isn't it Golden State Warriors? Well, that's actually the crazy thing. In this regard, the Boston Celtics are the team basically that had to pretty much kind of fight and claw their way up. You look at kind of what has been seen from Boston over the past few years. One of the craziest things to think about is that while Boston has made it to the playoffs and while they have had success, they have also struggled in these playoff games. You think about how they went from Isaiah Thomas to Kyrie Irving, and then they went back to Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown to make them the front, you know, core, the front center, you know, they're the leaders of that team. That really says a lot about this team. And then also, it's just a crazy thing to see what they could accomplish. 
So kind of looking back at it, when was the last time the Boston Celtics made the finals? Well, it has been 12 years since they made the NBA finals. They lost in 2010 to Kobe Bryant, rest in peace Mamba. And then in 2012, that was the last year you had the Boston Big Three. Because in 2013, Ray Allen goes to Miami. He takes less and helps Miami win a championship. And then you also have Kevin, Dur- Kevin Garnett. Sorry, I don't know why I said Kevin Durant. And Paul Pierce get traded. So that era ends. And I wouldn't say that Boston was in rebuilding. I wouldn't say that they weren't, you know, still a good team. But they were a different team. Then you bring in Brad Stevens. Brad Stevens was a great coach. He was a really good coach. But I think with this, it was just also that they were still trying to find that person who would be their centerpiece. You know, Paul Pierce was in Boston for so many years before they bring in KG and Ray Allen. And you see the success. They tried it with Isaiah Thomas. They had a really good shot with Isaiah Thomas. They bring in Kyrie. I know the whole situation with Kyrie wasn't the best. And then you get to see the growth and development of players like Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart. That's amazing. And then in addition to that, you get Al Horford to come back. And everyone was so excited to see Al Horford make it to the NBA Finals because he's been waiting for this for so long. That is huge. So at the end of the day, you kind of just have to break down that the Boston Celtics, even though they've been good, they had to get over that hump, and they finally did it. And that's what's so great and exciting about this team. So there is also some things that need to be discussed about the Boston Celtics as a whole. All right, so looking at this team, you know, they are an exciting team. They're a wonderful team. Now, let's look at this roster right here. All right, so obviously, we've got Jalen Brown. We've got Marcus Smart, Jason Tatum. Those are the players that are going to be well-known. Now, let's look at Jalen Brown. Okay, Jalen Brown drafted in the first round, third overall, 2016. Keep track of that. Marcus Smart, first round, 2014, sixth overall. Jason Tatum, first round, third pick, 2017. In the span of those years, and this is a lot thanks to Danny Ainge, you had three of your miles, I mean, three of your cornerstones selected. From the third overall pick, multiple seasons, and... In 2014, you get your defensive anchor. That shows a lot because you're finding this in multiple seasons. This is, you know, all things to a big part of it, Danny Ainge. And, you know, this is also a big part of, you know, Brad Stevens too. But that's what makes it so exciting about this team too. You know, they got these three young players who are in their mid-20s, and they are playing some of the best basketball of their careers, and they have the chance to overtake 
Steph, Quay, and Draymond. So how did Golden State get here? Well, if you have been watching basketball for the past couple years, you know that the Golden State Warriors have been a very dynamic team. You bring in Steve Kerr, and he has been you know, one of the best coaches. You have Klay Thompson, Steph Curry, who are arguably interchangeably the number one and number two best shooters of the decade. I'm sure, you know, they can, you know, switch around and stuff. You have Draymond Green, who is one of the best defensive players of the NBA. And then before that, you're bringing in different people too. You know, you had Andre Iguodala, you had Harrison Barnes, and then they get so spoiled and get Kevin Durant. And they had a super team. And they were one of the first super teams in the 2010s era that was working. One of the things that is hard to look at is when you have a team that good, you want to make sure that people's personalities and egos are handled well. I don't know how they managed that, but it somehow worked. But then, like I said, you know, in 2019, things kind of fell apart. You know, Katie gets hurt. Clay gets hurt. Clay doesn't play for almost a full two years. And then you have, you know, Steph get hurt. So there's just all this shuffling around. And obviously with it too, you know, Steph and Clay are getting old. Draymond's getting older. And you need to find that group of young team that, you know, can help you. And then that's where, you know, the knowledge of Steve Kerr comes in. They bring in different people. They bring in Jordan Poole. They bring in Gary Payton II. They are just bringing in different people. You know, they had D'Angelo Russell after the sign and trade with Brooklyn where they got D'Angelo for KD. So they were bringing in players, but it's also that, you know, it's just part of life. You know, a super team isn't always going to be super. It's nothing on the team. It's nothing on the coach. Things happen. You know, think about the big three in Miami. LeBron, Chris Bosh, and D. Wade were only together for a short period of time. But they accomplished so much. With the Warriors, that foundation is Steve Kerr, Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, and Draymond. All you need is two other players. But they were smart about the people they're bringing in. And they're bringing in different people. I mean, they had Harrison Barnes. They had Andre Iguodala. Now they have Jordan Poole and that other guy. I mean, Andrew Wiggins. Yeah, they... That guy. So they made it. They got back. And it doesn't look like they're slowing down. You know, Steph is still lights out. Clay still lights out. Draymond is still stopping everyone. But here's the thing that can be interesting to watch. This team is a lot smaller. They have the death lineup where Draymond is your small ball center. Draymond is a pretty great forward, but he playing small ball center when you might have Al Horford or Robert Williams out there, they have length. They have that on their side for Boston. So how 
is Steve Kerr going to combat that? It's just all these different things. It comes down to analytics. It comes down to game prep. There are so many things that you can look at in regards to it. But I think with this, it's exciting. You know, Golden State's back. and They've waited to be back. They overcame some tough injuries where when you're in your 30s, it's hard to overcome. But they did it. You know, you saw how people were giving Clay Thompson a standing ovation when he came out on the court. That is huge. That is what basketball means. Supporting a great player when he has a setback and overcomes that. That's what's so amazing. But in addition, you also had the emergence of some young players. That's right. They found that depth. You know, you had Jordan Poole. You had Jonathan Kaminga. You got Moses Moody. Yes, for all the grief I give Andrew Wiggins. You know, Andrew Wiggins was an all-star. So you had the emergence of these four players. You had Kevon Looney, who has been great. He's, you know, comes in, he knows his role. That's what set them aside. That's why they did so well this year, because they had people who knew their roles. And that's just what sets this team aside from all these other teams. There's not just, you know, one superstar. You know, that's how Dallas lost. You know, they only had Luka. They have their superstars, but they also have role players who know their assignment, who know what they need to do, and who know how they can help out and be a part of this team. And that's why the death lineup can work in so many different ways. So how did Boston get here? You know, how did they make it back after 12 years not being in the NBA Finals? Well, with that, you know, they had a pretty interesting offseason. As many people might remember, Danny Ainge leaves. So what do they do in that sense? Well, instead of going after someone else, they promote Brad Stevens. And I remember getting that news and just thinking to myself, oh my gosh, what is going on? Brad Stevens is a really good coach. He did very well with this team. You know, this team loved him. And it was just so crazy to think what was, you know, really going on. I mean, they had a lot of rebuilding. And I mean, they were a force under him. They clinched the top seed in the 2016-2017 season. And then they returned to the conference finals. They were there in 2018, 2020, 2022. So they had really good seasons. I mean, just looking at this breakdown, you know, 2017-2018, finished second in the Atlantic. You know, they lose to the Cavs. 2018-2019, they lost in the semifinals to the Bucks. 2019, lost in conference finals to the Heat. 2020 lost in the first round to the Nets. Yes, I know that this doesn't look as good, but these are some really stellar records. So it was just pretty crazy to think, oh my gosh, you know, Brad Stevens is just kind of getting up and leaving. And it actually was crazy because they did well. You know, he is still in the organization. He's president of basketball operations. He still goes to the games. So it's not as if he's not a part of the team, but he's been able to still, you know, grow the team and develop it the way he wants to. You know, he has the motion offense. He has the stingy defense. And he's one of, you know, had the reputation of one of the best coaches. Oh, and don't forget, you know, all of those traits are still there. I mean, have you met Marcus Smart? the NBA Defensive Player of the Year? Yeah. 
I'm not saying that the Boston Celtics didn't do something crazy by, you know, promoting Brad Stevens. I mean, obviously, that was really weird for me. But with this, you know, they did something great. You know, they get him there. They still get to keep him around the team, and he's still there. So with this, you know, he was able to do a lot with this team, and he's still a big part of it. And he vouches and gets Ime Udoko. Yeah, that's the other thing, too. Ime Udoko, who was a player in the NBA for 12 years and then was also a coach for, you know, 10 years. He was an NBA champion with the San Antonio Spurs. He gets his shot to be a head coach. And what does he do? He brings the Boston Celtics to the finals in his first year. That's amazing. That's no small feat. I mean, we talk about Willie Green and what he was able to accomplish. This is just... No, this is even more amazing, you know, and look at this, you know, Marcus Smart is the Defensive Player of the Year, Jason Tatum is the Eastern Conference MVP, this is nothing against Brad Stevens, but you look at Brad Stevens as a coach, he didn't have those players who have those accolades, you had, you know, all-stars, you know, yes, Jason Tatum is a phenomenal player, and he's a three-time all-star, but he has this team right where they want it now. So they still are dominant. They still were able to overcome so much despite losing Brad Stevens. But Ime Udoko, you know, he did so well this year. I mean, you know, you talk about how you're bringing in people who are coaches when they were assistant coaches. Now, you know, you see that, you know, you see the growth of Ime Udoko with this team and you have some tremendous players, you know, you have... Marcus Smart, Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown put it together. I was so excited for him. I love Jalen Brown. You have Jason Tatum, Robert Williams. You have a team that has been doing so well, and they finally got it all together. So I think with this, the team is going to continue to do well. They're going to continue to be developed. And who knows? You know, this is going to be a tremendous finals. I'm super excited. And finally, a very pressing question Will I give Andrew Wiggins respect if he wins or helps the Golden State Warriors win? If you're waiting for me to give an answer, the answer is still no. Look, I know that people shouldn't be, you know, so frustrated about this or as mad about it. But I think with this, Andrew Wiggins isn't the best player on the team. It's Steph and Clay, and then it's Draymond. And yet, I haven't seen enough. Here's how you need to look at it from Andrew Wiggins' point of view. All right, so here are Andrew Wiggins' stats. All right, so in his stats, in you know his career, in 598 games... He has 19 points per game, average. Now let's look at Zion Williamson. I know that you what you might be thinking, but it's still important to look at. Zion, in 85 games in two years, 25.7 points per game. I know we shouldn't compare those entirely, 
But here's what they have in common. They're both first overall picks. And that's a big thing to look at too. You know, you drafted Zion and he has been a dominant player. Can the same be said about Andrew Wiggins? I don't know. I mean, you look at some of these seasons with Minnesota. Did Minnesota ever show dominance? Not really. They made the playoffs one time when he was there in 2018. Other times, he wasn't super dominant. You know, let's look at this. You know, 16 points per game, 20 points per game, 23, 17, 18, 22. And he gets traded, and then he has, you know, a more career years. But, I mean, you know, Golden State, 19, 18, 17. For a first overall pick, it's underwhelming. And then he is an all-star this year, but he's not the best player on his team. And that is the thing that I want to bring up. I know that, you know, he made it to the NBA. That's huge. So many people have been able to do that. Anyone who can make it as a professional athlete, that is nothing to be ashamed of. But with Andrew Wiggins, he hasn't lived up to the height of the first overall pick. If they win, are they going to win because of Andrew Wiggins or are they going to win because of Steph, Clay, and Draymond? They're going to win because of Steph, Clay, and Draymond. I need to see more from Andrew Wiggins before he gets my respect. Because right now, it took him until 2022 to be an all-star. So Andrew Wiggins decides that, hey, when I get traded to the Golden State Warriors, I can be good. Well, where was that before, Andrew? It doesn't make sense. I don't think right now he's showing that he is such a dominant player. And maybe one day he will get my respect. But at this moment right now, no. Win or lose, Andrew Wiggins will slowly get my respect. But at this point of it, no. Andrew Wiggins hasn't shown me enough. And I'm sorry for all you Andrew Wiggins fans but that will change when I start seeing more from him. But that is going to do on this Friday episode of Jake's Take. As always, thank you so much for tuning in. We are on Apple, Spotify, Anchor, and Amazon. You can find us as Jake's Small Market Sports Take. You can also find us on all social media, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Jake's Take Podcast. And I'm super thankful for all the support. Right now, you know, the next episode is going to be something that we're going to do a bit of a surprise with. You know, I'm excited that I can create more content and more surprises for everyone. But I'm super grateful for all these opportunities. As always, check us out on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, Amazon. Leave a like, shoot us a follow. It's greatly appreciated. And as always, you know, have so much fun. Continue to make people smile create those exciting adventures. And as always, take care, have fun, and I'll see everyone later. Have a good one.